Did you guys get anything cool in the packs? What? Did you get anything cool? Yeah, I got this. Ooh. Nice. Eile Eternal Pilgrim. So what brings you guys to Meeple's Games today? Um, we, um, we wanted to do a magic tournament today, and because it was raining, so we thought it would be a good, uh, good, good idea. Uh, and, uh, Dashel, this is your guys' first magic tournament? Yes. Are you guys excited? Yeah. Awesome. So my, um, the way I found that is because my family has a family reunion, and one of our family friends brought his magic cards, and we played a few rounds of Commander. And I decided to get a dual deck with him, and then yeah, we, we all split the money there. Awesome. It was a rainy and blustery Saturday afternoon, and I found myself at Meeple's Games in West Seattle. Meeple's, owned by Laura Schneider and Brian Taylor, is an Advanced Plus location. It's a spacious store at 3,200 square feet, with its own cafe area and separate gaming room space, and is best known for its family atmosphere and great community of players. And that's what we're talking about this week community, and how to foster a healthy and diverse group of customers. For that, I chatted with the players themselves at Meeple's about what they look for in stores, and also with Laura, one of the owners of Meeple's. I also got to talk with Chris Tulock at Wizards, designer of Magic's in-store play offerings, about our new league playtest, as well as the standard showdown promotion, and how both are aimed at helping you build your gaming communities and expand and grow your customer base. But I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. My name is Ichao. I'm the WPN Community Manager, and you're listening to the Wizards Play Network podcast. This podcast is intended as a resource for retailers that are a part of the Wizards Play Network, and for any retailers that are aspiring to join the network. In each episode, we will be talking with store owners around the country about how they deliver the best retail experience. And with that, we come to Laura. We opened in May 2014, so we're about two and a half years old. We've always been in this space. Uh, we did a lot of research in demographics and where game stores were in Seattle, and we identified West Seattle as having a gap. So we looked for a long time. It took almost a year to find space because when we were looking for space, they were tearing down a lot of old buildings and new condos, lots of not new construction, so we lost a lot of retail space. Um, so we found this, it, it used to be a gym. Were you guys just always planning to open up a game store, or how did you come into that industry? Um, I've been a gamer since I was a little kid. It's how my parents kept us from killing each other, and uh, you know, all through my adult life, and then when I had a kid, I wanted to play games and found that the games that were available were just horrible. So a friend of mine introduced me to um, the Ravensburger game Labyrinth. And I was like, what? I didn't know such a thing existed. And that was 25 years ago. Wow. And um, so I've been a gamer ever since uh, in this style of games. I worked in um, technology for a long time. I was a director of test engineering at a 4 to 100 software company. And uh, I did that for a long time, and I saved my pennies, and I retired from that and opened my game store. It is mostly my operation. Um, my partner, Brian, and my son, Garrett, are here. Garrett runs our magic, um, and he does a fantastic job. And uh, Brian does Dice Master, and I do this. We knew that we needed to have magic uh, in our store, and 
when we were originally talking about opening a store, you know, we knew that had to be part of the mix. Um, I had played Magic before when um, my son was like nine. I introduced him to Magic, which if you ask him now, he says that he didn't like it because I won all the time. <laughs> uh, but so we knew how to play. We knew about it. And so we just dove right in right before we opened. And uh, how did you find uh, it was building up a Magic community? I know being a new store sometimes can be tough to get players to hear about you and to come on in. You know, we were very lucky in that we had a, a level two, well, she was a level one at the time judge, come to us. And uh, she taught us a lot about how magic worked and that we needed to have Friday Night Magic and how much we had to have and how much it was going to, you know, she just explained the whole system. And then on opening day, we ran um, just a casual magic event all day. And then the next day, we ran a draft. And they, our community came to us. Because there, again, there's a big gap here, and I think that one of the reasons that they like us um, is because we're more than just a card shop. We're a community place, and we have food, and it's bright, and it's. We try to keep it as casual and open as we can. You know, we like super competitive, but we don't want to do that at the expense of bringing in new players and kids and families. We actually have. Um, we have a lot of fathers and sons who play two-headed giant. And it started because the kids wanted to play magic. And the dads were all, oh, I did that 20 years ago. <laughs> and and now there are these father-son teams. And it's just so, it's great. We have like eight, eight or ten of those. And they go, they like all went to Portland together to play in a PPTQ. And, you know, it's just so, I love it. While it was no PPTQ, I did get to join in at Meeple's for that Calidus draft that Saturday afternoon. I got to chat with some of the players there about why they liked coming to the store and what made this community unique. I'm George and I'm 10. Dashiell and I'm 10. I'm Bartie and I'm 10. Uh, what things about the store do you think are pretty cool? I think it's cool how there's like a whole room for magic. There are like any like games and events. And then the rest is store. And I think it's kind of cool how it's set up and it's upstairs. Also that it incorporates not just magic but a lot of other games. So maybe we priorly came here for magic. But we can still get other things. Cool. How about for you, George? What's cool about the store? I think it's kind of nice that it's upstairs, so it's kind of secluded, like it's not very full and packed of people. My name's Cody, I'm age 10. Aiden, and I'm 11. I'm playing in the draft because it's raining today, <laughs> and I'm like, what else is there to do? Uh, and you guys uh, both got dropped off here, right? Yep. Yeah. And you're both walking home by yourselves afterwards? Yes. I might be. Might be? Is your parent might maybe be picking up? If it's still raining. Gotcha. That's fair. Okay, so what makes a game store really cool? Like, what, what do you like about this game store? Well, there isn't really an age limit for entering it, unlike most game stores that, I, that I've been to. I like this, how it, the age varies. This other store that I went to where there were... Like, I was, like, one of the two kids. Mm. And the other kid was, like, 14. Oh, wow. Uh, so do you guys like that there's a lot of different ages here? Yeah. Yeah? What else do you like about the store? What else is pretty cool? Oh, I like well, the staff. I like how it's smaller, 
so you gotta see the same people the next week sometimes at the draft. Cool. So you see the same people coming back? Yeah. And you were saying you like the staff? Yeah, the staff are nice. Like, you get to talk to them a lot more yeah. than with other game stores. Cool. Yeah. Is there a staff member that you especially like or that you remember their name? Um, I like Garrick. Yeah, why, how, why do you like Garrick? Well, he's nice, you know, yeah. Yeah, he's really nice about doing stuff. Cool. I'm Erica Bielstein. I'm Brad Chucky. How long have you guys been playing here at Meeples? Uh, I've only been playing here at Meeples for about three months now or so. Yeah, I came in with him, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. And do you guys like the store? What brings you guys to oh, this yeah. one? I love this love store. <laughs> yeah. The play group is really entertaining. You know, they're all fairly competitive players. The meta here is great. And then I'd say that the staff here just like really puts forth a good effort in ensuring that it's a really well-organized event. That's for me, like... It's the only store I've really come into to play, but everybody's been really helpful, like helping me with remembering the rules and <laughs> just helping me get my foot in the door to play with everybody. Uh, what is it about the community here that uh, you guys really like? Is there anything that stands out? Um, well, I, I didn't play for like a long time. I stopped playing for about five years, and this was just a really welcoming community. You know, I kind of came back in, and I was like, hey, I haven't been playing for a while. Can be familiar with the meta. And they were just, you know, really welcoming, and they brought me right in, and we had a great time, and I've been coming back ever since. Nice. Yeah. Everybody's been really helpful, just giving me tips and stuff when I come in and draft and stuff. They're like, maybe you should have done that. Uh, as a newer player, uh, what are something that what are things that are you find challenging to the game, or things that make it harder to join in, and what are things that have been um, helped you as a new player? Things that have helped me as a new player is like not only playing with him who's been playing forever, but the community in general. Like I'm not really intimidated by it, being kind of a shyer person around a ton of people. When I come in here and play with people, they're super nice and like, I don't know, I'm just not as shy I film with myself in here. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. As the Kaladesh draft went on, this became a very obvious recurring theme, both in talking with players and in seeing how players interacted. And this friendly atmosphere and community didn't happen by accident. Laura has worked really hard to curate an environment that makes players new and old feel welcome, as well as players from any and all backgrounds and of all ages. I wanted to have the place that I wanted to go to. I wanted it to be, I mean, really, we nailed it with our vision. You know, I wanted it to be warm and inviting and community and families because I wanted people to get away from their screens and interact on a human basis in a place that's comfortable and well-lit and warm, and I want to be able to read the cards, you know? (laughs) Um, And and it's just, that's that's where I wanted to go. We work hard to keep it, like I was saying earlier, to keep it casual yet competitive. So I think we're just just north of super casual and and I think people like that and we offer a variety of different events that scratch different itches for different people because I am who I am and my partner Brian is who he is and Garrett is who he is and the people who we have hired and chosen to bring in to our staff we 
our community comes out of that. And so, you know, we have this awesome community because we try really hard to be inclusive and nice and welcoming and, you know, we, we accept everybody. You know, when we first opened, I had somebody with a mohawk. I had somebody who wore a kilt every day. I had someone who is transgender. We have people who are uh, homosexual. We have people who are married, people who are single, people who are, you know, we have women, we have men, we have a mix. And I, we work hard to maintain that and welcome everyone. Having an outstanding, warm, and friendly staff was just one part of creating a more welcoming community. Meeples also had clearly posted within their game room a code of conduct. Well, I think that we started with the code of conduct because you can't enforce expectations if you don't set them. So you're just out of the gate. You set the expectations, and these are them, and if you're not going to follow these, then you can't be here. And... Um, you know, we, we always have that to point to. If you are doing something that you're not supposed to do, well, then we point to the code of conduct you knew. And so we've had very few issues, though. I mean, really, we've had to only ask one person to leave in the two and a half years we've been here. A code of conduct isn't just a warning for would-be rules breakers. It also tells your players that respect, kindness, fair play, and acceptance is expected in your store. It says in no uncertain terms that your store values a great environment and is a safe space for communities to thrive. And that's exactly what you'll find at Meeple's Games, located at 3727 California Avenue, Southwest number 2B in West Seattle. We here at Wizards truly appreciate all the effort and work you do to help cultivate awesome player communities of all our games. And we try to provide for you a lot of different kinds of events and promotions to help grow your communities in different directions in different ways. Most recently, we rolled out a league playtest as well as the standard showdown promotion to help encourage building different kinds of communities in your store. I sat down with Chris Tulak to talk a little bit more about this. Yeah, I'm Chris Tulak. I'm the program specialist for Magic the Gathering. Uh, so I work on all of our in-store play programs, uh, basically help de design, develop, and uh, sort of uh, uh, create new, uh, interesting, fun uh, in-store play programs. Uh, so I work with pre-release, Friday Night Magic, Game Day, etc. And of course, we have a new program coming out called Magic League as well that I've helped create. Uh, so the Magic League program sort of uh, is something that we've had uh, Prior to its current iteration, uh, it was a program that Wizards has uh, had available for several years beforehand. And uh, we took some learnings from that program as well as a Magic League program that um, our Japan team uh, launched in Japan uh, during Magic Origins and uh, decided that we wanted to create a program that was very accessible, uh, very uh, fast friendly and uh, easy to play and, and casual. Um, and so there, there we have it. That's the Magic League of today. So uh, yeah, the program's basics are you basically get three packs of uh, whatever the current sets are. Uh, you build a 30-card deck uh, and you play single game matches whenever you want on demand. Uh, the idea is to create uh, something that's easy to play anytime you have some free time and you want to stop by the store and just jump in and play. Um, and how do we kind of determine that? Well, 
basically, we were looking at uh, a couple of things. The first factor is sort of how much it costs to get into sort of the program, right, to play, play in the league. We wanted to have it be a really good value proposition for a player, right? So three booster packs uh, was a great value proposition, especially if you're going to be playing over several weeks. It's, it's, it's awesome to, to go, oh, I can just jump in and just pick up three packs at my store. Um, the second thing was um, when you're building a 30-card deck with three booster packs, it actually uh, makes the choices a little bit more limited, and it helps to make the deck build really fast. Right, so when you start off with your three booster packs, what'll happen is you'll typically kind of open them up. You'll look at like some of your like you like have a bomby rare, or if you have a really cool card that you want to play, or maybe a color combination you really want to try out, and then you can just kind of quickly build the deck, assemble it from there. Right, like oh, I found I got this really sweet white angel that I really wanted. Right, and I got this. Uh, you know this green beast that I really wanted. Great, awesome. I'm playing green and white. Throw them together. Maybe pull, pull out a couple of cards. You're good to go, right? So real simple, quick, easy deck builds, and a uh, and a really uh, accessible price point for people. Kind of make it, you know, a program that's for everyone. How did you reach the uh, three losses and you get another booster pack? So that's actually something we learned from our Japan League. Um, so our Japan League uh, started doing that, and the idea there was this is sort of a I guess I would call it a catch-up mechanic, right? What we're looking at is um, people that are a little frustrated because they're hitting a wall. Maybe their maybe their uh, deck construction uh, chops aren't quite what some of the other players are, or maybe they just are playing a color that really they probably shouldn't be playing because their pool tells them to play something else, but they really want to, and um, they're kind of running up against that wall and they're losing a lot of games. What uh, what happens then is once you get to three losses you have the opportunity to pick up an additional booster pack. And that's great because what it does is it encourages the player to go ahead and you know purchase another booster pack, but then it also uh, helps to sort of even the playing field uh, uh, for them, giving them a little bit more of a leg up uh, on the competition, so. Cool. Who do you envision uh, the league is best for? Like what kind of player? So it's really best for uh, players that are interested in playing Magic in a very casual environment and that don't have a lot of free time, and but they still want to, they crave that magic experience. They want to go play face-to-face magic with their friends or, or with folks at the store, um, and they want to play on their schedule, right? They don't have time maybe to show up for a four or five hour uh, tournament type event, but they do have time to show up for an hour, hour and a half, two hours on a weeknight, for example, and play a bunch of games against some other folks and then go home. Um, so after work, after school, those are great times to participate in the league program. And also, like if you happen to be a Magic player that does play in tournaments or other events at your store, like on a Friday night or on, on the weekend, uh, you can also play your league games in between rounds of your other games. So. And uh, what is the, the, the trajectory for this program? I know we're in mm-hmm. a playtest right now. How does that look going forward? So right now, yeah, as you said, we're in the Kaladesh playtest season for the league. What we're going to do is we're going to run that uh, through the end of November, and then we're going to get some feedback, right? And we're going to take a look at our feedback and just see sort of what the what the feedback tells us about where we're at with the program. Uh, during the Ether Revolt season, we're going to launch what we call the preview season for the league, which is um, sort of a, a, a little bit more uh, presentation-focused version of the league, right? We'll have a digital download kit available, which will contain uh, many of the same things you saw in the previous league, the instructions and the league card, but then potentially some other other things too as well. 
And uh, what we'll do with that one is we'll kind of say this is sort of uh, the intent behind the league from start to finish. We will have it launch uh, just following uh, the launch weekend. So it'll, it'll start that Monday uh, following launch weekend. That'll be the first week, um, just as they, it will in the subsequent seasons. And uh, what we'll learn from the preview season is just sort of, you know, like how many stores decide to continue forward with the league, adopting uh, what we have laid out in Kaladesh and uh, taking those learnings. After that, uh, when we get into Amenket, the full-on launch of the league happens, and that will contain not only a digital kit, but also a physical kit that will be delivered to stores. Well, we're really excited about it. Um, I think that we've seen a lot of great reaction to out there from both stores and players. Um, they've told us that, hey, this is something I never really considered, but now that I've actually tried it out, right, I realize how fun and light and engaging it still can be. Um, we've seen a lot of even, you know, really, uh, really, you know, veteran players really take to the league and understand that it's it, it's something fun and, and, and really, you know, great to do in between their games of more serious competitive magic, or it's a great opportunity really to bring a friend that's newer to magic into a store environment in something that's really uh, lower barrier, you know, not very intimidating and very friendly and open. Cool. Uh, shifting gears a little bit, I know right now we are just about to start a pretty exciting promotion, Standard Showdown. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about what that is? Yeah, so Standard Showdown is a new, uh, limited tournament series that's running uh, as a promotion um, starts on the very last Saturday of November and then the next three Saturdays throughout the month of December to December 17th. And those four weeks, uh, what happens is you basically show up in the store on the Saturday, uh, you'd be running uh, from the player's experience, right? They'd be, they'd be bringing their standard deck and they'd be playing in a three or four round Swiss tournament basically at the store. Um, we've basically made available some really cool prom promotional materials there and prizes in the form of these uh, packs, these standard showdown packs, which contain some really exciting cards uh, from recent standard viable sets, uh, going from Battle for, Battle for Zemekar forward uh, all the way up to the uh, current set Kaladesh, um, including the possibility of opening one of these packs and getting a masterpiece, right, mm -hmm. which is, you know, from either Battle for Zendikar and Oath of the Gate Watch the Expeditions or the uh, Kaladesh Inventions. So um, the idea there, the focus there is on a, a slightly more competitive environment. We like to look at it as sort of like a, a bridge between like your casual and your competitive play in a lot of ways. It sort of can be looked upon as being your first taste of really a competitive sort of environment if you haven't participated in a game day before. And, um, and we really wanted to kind of highlight the fact that, hey, we made some changes to standard. Um, we're, you know, we want you to really experience Standard in all its glory and come in with your Standard deck and try it out. Week in and week out, we hope that you uh, come back for another opportunity to get one of those prize packs. And, you know, maybe you bring your same deck and just, and just kind of tweak it week to week to, you know, uh, uh, basically prepare yourselves for the stores of ever-evolving ever metagame. Or perhaps maybe you decide to go ahead and try out a different deck every week to see what your, you know, how far you can get with that deck. The way that the Standard Showdown came about is we were talking about ways in which we can really spotlight uh, the current Standard environment. We saw What we saw is that Standard is really awesome right now. It's a really fun environment to be in. Kaladesh brought a host of new cards and new different Standard options. Uh, we had a great Pro Tour with a bunch of great Kaladesh decks uh, in it. And what we 
what we wanted to do is we wanted to say, hey, listen, you know, now is a great time to go ahead and experience standard. You know, it's the tail end of the year. A lot of play, a lot of players are going to be heading into the store naturally during the holiday season. Why not show up on a Saturday, bring your standard deck, and and play a few rounds of Magic? Um, and that's sort of what we you know what we were looking at when we were we were building the standard showdown promotion. It was just a way to really just kind of re-energize standard in the store and and, and make sure that people are. Uh, are aware that hey, the standard environment is really fun right now and you should get in it. Uh, is there a chance that this promotion could become something that recurs in the future? Well, we're always looking at uh, ways in which we could take you know these initiatives and kind of roll them forward into something a little bit more sustainable or long-term. So I would say the answer is maybe. Uh, the way that we're going to determine that, of course, is by just getting feedback, right? So if you know we find out that this is something that's really popular and people are very excited about, there's obviously a bigger chance that we'd evolve something like this into something that's a little bit more of a longer-term pro program. Um, and you know, so we're we're going to get feedback. We'll see where it goes, and and hopefully, if you like it, let us know, and we'll continue to work toward making something awesome for you. The big thing here is the focus is on uh, trying to make standard as accessible as possible for your players. So you know, make sure that you're kind of uh, catering not only to your hyper-competitive players that you know will definitely want to bring their standard decks and win those top prizes, but also think about ways that you can engage players that maybe haven't had as much of an opportunity to play with the new standard environment. Maybe they're either coming back into standard after an absence, or maybe they you know, are kind of in the space where they're just starting to build their first standard decks. And you know, see if you can find ways to support them. Maybe there's something as a store you can do uh, to help them out, help help guide them with their standard decks. Maybe you have other players that would love to coach them or uh, at least give them some pointers on, on what they think might be viable standard deck options. So I would definitely say that the biggest piece of advice is, you know, we want this standard showdown promotion to be something that everybody can enjoy. So try to, you know, engage all of your players that are currently playing standard as well as excite people that are potential standard players in your store. The Standard League playtest for Kaladesh is wrapping up. If you ran the playtest, keep an eye out for that survey, as that is how you will earn the double-sided foil tokens for participating. Standard Showdown, meanwhile, starts this weekend. If you've signed up, you'll definitely want to check out the article on wpn.wizards.com for more tips and suggestions on how to run a successful showdown. We hope that these events and promotions excite and energize your existing players and brings in new players as well. And that's it for this week on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any suggestions or thoughts, please reach out at michael.yichao, Y-I-C-H-A-O, at wizards.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. What's the coolest thing about Magic? Why do you guys like to play Magic? Uh, it's kind of, you can like have your own battle, 
inside without hurting each other, and that's kind of cool. I sort of think that is that there's so many different combinations and so many different cards that you could play this for so long and not get bored.